Just a quick message before we get underway. I want to let you know that there is an opportunity to sponsor the RG10 podcast. More about this at the end of the episode, so keep listening. Hello and welcome to the RG10 podcast, brought to you by the people behind RG10 magazine. The aim is to bring you interviews, information and entertainment. In fact, anything interesting that's relevant to living around here. In this episode of the RG10 podcast, I am on location in Hurst to see some of the damage caused by Storm Eunice. Here, just by the Castle Inn, a massive branch of a big old horse chestnut tree has come crashing down. Uh, Now, it's avoided the centuries-old pub, but it has destroyed the roof of Hurst Bowling Club's toilet. And this is not any old toilet, because people have been using this lavatory since Queen Victoria was on the throne. And although there is no evidence of Queen Victoria ever using this particular throne, the bowling club itself has its own royal connections, as you'll find out later in this episode. In fact, the history of Hearst Bowling Club is amazing, but there is one very important aspect of the club that needs to be updated rather urgently, and that is the clubhouse, which is over 100 years old. And I will choose my words carefully... It's not exactly state-of-the-art. I'm here to meet Ronnie Ashley, the club's fundraiser, to find out a bit more. We're rotting away, really, because the, the clubhouse itself is wooden, and there are no foundations. Oh, and <laughs> you let me walk in here. <laughs> you didn't warn me about that. <laughs> and when it rains, the rain seeps in oh. and our carpet becomes rather soggy and it is unsuitable for use in the winter time. So we would dearly love a new clubhouse so that we can use it all year round. And what's being done at the moment? You're trying to raise money. That's correct. Yes. We're fundraising like mad. Um, We ourselves have managed to raise £70,000 towards the clubhouse. Sport England has put aside for us £50,000, but we need to raise another £140,000. The foundations actually is what is the most costly because of conservation for tree roots, conservation for light pollution, bats, birds, and um, preservation of the very ancient yew tree that sits right next to us. Yeah, the yew tree that's come crashing down on the lavatory. <laughs> no, no, it was it was the horse chestnut. I'm sorry, I get my trees mucked up. I do apologise. Uh, all apologies to the yew tree uh, and the horse chestnut tree. And now I mentioned there um, just a, a moment ago that there was a. We know the clubhouse dates back uh, to the late 19th century. Is that correct? At least that. At least that. Yes. But the, that, that's nothing because the, the club itself goes back. At least to the mid 18th century, 1747. That's right. Tell me a bit about this. Well, clearly I'm not as old as 1747 myself, but the history of it is interesting in that back then 
we were part of the pub, the castle. At that time, it was called Church House. That was the first name of the pub. And then it became the Bunch of Grapes and now the castle. Now, our logo is a bunch of grapes because we wish to keep that historic link to the pub. Let's go back again to 1747. How do we know that uh, the club has been around since at least then? Well, a diarist, Mr. Belchin, wrote in his diary that he had come to Hurst and having been to church, was invited by the landlord to partake of some refreshments. So he brought his ladies along. Yes, ladies, plural. And um, the landlady then invited the women to have a game of bowls. And that is the first authenticated date we have. But I suppose it must have been considerably older than that, because uh, why else would you bowl in a green if it hasn't been settled before? It's thought, potentially, that King Charles I may have played here as well. Tell me about that. Well, that is a legend um, that we would love for it to be true. Tell me the legend. Go on, let's pretend we know it's true. Just tell me the legend. We don't need to corroborate it. Who's going to argue? The legend is that when he hunted in this area, in the forest, uh, Windsor um, Great Forest. Yeah, because he used to be part of Windsor Great Forest back then. That's correct. He hunted here and took part in drinks at the pub and also had a game of bowls here. But um, I I really would love that to be absolutely (laughs) true. Also, a few centuries later, uh, perhaps the most famous cricketer of all time, W.G. Grace, played here as well. Dr. W.G. Grace. Sorry, Dr. W.G., if you're listening, (laughs) Doctor. Yes, he is a famous cricketer, but apparently he was an all-round sportsman Mm. and um, challenged us to a game of bowls, and he brought his best. It didn't go very well for Hearst, did it? (laughs) did indeed go very well. Are you sure? Because I've read the report and I think it used the word thrashing. Oh, oh, you're getting out a piece of paper here. I'm about to be proved horrifically wrong. Hold on. I can see it there. I can see it. Yeah. Shall I read it? The club has in its possession two handwritten letters from Dr. W.G. Grace concerning games against London County Bowling Club. Uh, The Reading Mercury reported the match as follows. Um, boom, 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 boom. The Hurst Bowling Club was honoured by an invitation. Uh, famous cricketer, captain of the Challenging Club, got looked together. Very strong team. Mr. Frank Butler of Reading, captain, was, however, able to get a strong team to take to the Palace. And the result fully justified. Oh, I do apologise. Fully justified not only his selection, but the prowess of the club. Her- oh, my word, I've got this so wrong. Hurst winning by 77 points against 46. I am so sorry. I've been going around telling everyone that W.G. Grace B were bowls. Oh, never, <laughs> never. His return match to us, he brought an even stronger team to play against us. And it was a draw. Oh, really? Yes, it was an absolute draw. And they had supper in the top room of the castle. Marvellous. Oh, good old W.G. Grace bringing his side <laughs> down. And as I thought getting beaten um bringing things up to the present day it's very much a community club isn't it yes 
We, we have all ages, whoever wants to play. Unfortunately, our uh, image is that of older people playing bowls. In actual fact, anyone can. And you do not need to have special sporting skills to play bowls. I have here in my hand what you can, in fact, expect to do when um, you, you play a game. You expect really to bend at least 60 times and walk about 1,300 meters. Swing your arm about 50 times with a bowl weighing about 1.5 kilos. Of course, we have small bowls and we have large bowls. So you choose one that suits you and how you can hold it best and anyone can play. And you also do some work alongside an organisation uh, called Link. Tell me, who are they and what is it you do? Link is a befriending organisation for lonely and isolated people. They're mainly elderly without families. And 12 years ago, we started working with them every Thursday during the season in the afternoon from two until four o'clock. They come up and they start off with a cup of tea and biscuits. Those who can bowl will, those who'd like to try to do, and those who can't just sit and have conversations with us. And then the end of the afternoon, about 24, they have homemade cakes and a cup of tea. And we love having them. They tell such tremendous stories about their lives, about the war, love. They talk about fashion and uh, what was happening in their lives at the time. So it it's enormous fun because we learn a lot from them and they love coming to see us because they get a lot from us too. And yet another reason why helping rebuild this clubhouse and, you know, rebuild the Victorian toilet, if you like, why, why it's so important. Well, we would like to extend what we do, especially with the Link people, the, the bowling season. The clubhouse cannot be used during the winter months. It's cold. It has no heating. It has no hot water. The toilet, if you're desperate, is a dash in the rain to the Victorian toilets and a number of trip hazards for the elderly. And we cannot accommodate wheelchair users or walking frame users. So for us to expand what we do, which we would like to, we do need a new clubhouse to accommodate this. But despite all the, the trials and tribulations you face, you know, you're still doing this with a smile on your face. You're all still enjoying it. Absolutely. We wouldn't do anything else. As you can probably tell, I'm back in the studio now, so I'd like to thank Ronnie for making me feel so welcome. And if you want to find out more about the club and get in touch, then go to hurstbowlingclub.co.uk. And they also have their own Facebook page. Thanks so much for listening to the RG10 podcast. We're now into the fifth series of the show. We've been going two years. We're nearing a half century of episodes. And I'd love to give a massive thanks to our loyal local listeners. And it's because our listeners are so loyal and so local that makes us such an attractive proposition for sponsors. If you're interested in sponsoring an episode or even the whole show, then we'd love to hear from you. Finally, if you do have...
have any thoughts about who or what we can include in future episodes, then please do let us know via the rg10mag.com website or on any of our various social media channels. Thanks for listening and goodbye.